key question really. What's your advice to CISOs uh, on handling stress and pressure when it comes from uh, different facets of the business? And this is probably one of the biggest challenges we've got in the industry is around, you know, a lot of CISOs burning out, uh, you know, very quickly um, over a you know, space of 18 months, even even shorter in some cases. Um, yeah, mental health is is growing in the industry just because of the, the, the stress levels. Mm-hmm. You know, it's... it's Cyber attacks never sleep. They're, they're always 24-7 happening all the time. Um, but unfortunately, you know, the, the business, you know, people who's actually responding to those do need the rest. They do need the downtime. They do need the balance. And unfortunately, because of that lack of budget and lack of resources, um, the IT security team and the CISO are basically sometimes working around the clock just to keep the business going. And I would recommend you know, organizations that um, at the end of the day, if you hadn't had an incident or a ransomware attack, go and shake the IT security team's hand, give them the pat on the back, because we also fail to recognize them when things are working. We fail to appreciate them when things are just working normally. Mm-hmm. And this is an area that, you know, with, with this, the increased level of stress, and in my job, um, I'll never forget moments of my life where stress was at, the, at its highest level. And it made me realize sometimes what's the most, you know, impact of things and, and when I don't need to worry and when I do need to worry. It takes me back to my time when I worked in the ambulance service in Northern Ireland. And uh, the systems that I had, our metrics, going back to the success metrics, um, the metrics that we had, that was actually, if we didn't get ambulances to, let's say, uh, on the scene within 23 minutes or so, then there was high risk of people dying. And those were the metrics. So our systems had to be guaranteed that there was no 23-minute downtime. And it's pretty pretty serious metric absolutely so when you're in that situation that's what stress is to me that's when that's when i don't sleep at night that's when i get worried is that when systems and the critical infrastructure we have that when it's unavailable has an impact to life and that's the ones that we should that's the ones that matter that's the ones that really has an impact and after that i remember even a few years later working in financial foreign exchange money markets and we were trading through you know hundreds of millions going through our systems each day and uh, people you know, was asking me, oh, you know, is that stressful environment? I was like, you know what? No, because we're only dealing with money. Um, before, my last job was dealing with lives. And this is a more relaxing, less stressful environment. And that's what we kind of really look at. We really need to think about, um, you know, what is really the, the, the biggest risk to the business? And those are the things that we need to be then, that's the ones that cause more stress rather than the little things, rather than the minor kind of things that just do happen frequently. And it's also by creating a balance, um, the research that I've done recently about why, what motivates employees and you know, what the challenge of the CISO does have, is that it's really about, you know, the, the reason why we're in this business is, is not, it's, we're not financially motivated, is we're motivated about being the protectors of the business. Right. You know, we're almost like the, un, you know, the unsung the, heroes, unsung heroes, yeah, the superheroes yeah. <laughs> that you know yeah. sit in a dark room and, and keep the keep the system working, um, and it's a, a job that we do, and we basically you know try to do it to our best, and we do it ethically and with you know integrity, and uh, we build in trust around it. And but it's a, I think is the reason why we do that, but it's it's to basically uh, get to uh, have a balance with spend time with the family as well, and we must maintain that as a business and organization. Not only the executive board need to realize it because it's important for them to keep a healthy CISO and keep the CISO balanced. And then the CISO also needs to be able to do that for their team that they're leaders of. So making sure that there is that fine balance and to make sure that the uh, team does get the equal time to spend time with the family, to get that downtime, to get to re-energize, to get to go to conferences, to get to learn, to get to network. 
um, I'll get that time off from that, you know, the, the critical area, the critical, you know, uh, instance that you're working throughout uh, the day and, and, and weekend. Um, so my advice is, is that really understand what the true risks are and the, what the ones that really do matter. Whether, you know, for me in the, in the ambulance service, it was about lives. Whether it's the bank, it's about, you know, major financial loss. So look at the things that really does matter and have those as the, the ones that, you know, are the most important and let the rest be, try to automate it and keep that balance, keep the motivation with the team, learning and give them the time off they need to. One of the things I find is that uh, many projects, employees need to work overtime or work longer hours or work weekends. And that's the not healthy part. Would you, would you say that that's more a case of, I mean, essentially mm-hmm. what we're saying here is almost prioritizing for well-being. Yes. Would, would you say that, and we see this, you know, not just in the CISO role, but across many businesses in, in, in many different roles as well. And I think that's really good. I think generally that's really good advice. It's obviously very hard to follow when, when everyone's telling you everything is high priority. <laughs> I'm sure you can, you, you understand yes, this as everything well, is right? that one of the things organizations, this is something that organizations really need to do, is that don't have email 24 hours a day, seven days a week. I'm a big advocate of this. Email should yeah, be nine yeah. to five, your working time. Yeah. That's when you receive. If it's urgent, call me. Yeah. Have, have a do not disturb setting. Make sure that it's actually enforced your employees. Make sure that when they're actually at home with their family, they're not looking at their corporate emails. They're especially spending time with the family because when they come back to work, they actually have had the rest they need to be focused on the business, to become less stressed, more balanced, and more productive. Right. So one of the things is because, of course, you know, employees had mobile phones run the clock, they take them home with them and they're using it, you know, um, they've got basically, you know, work in their hand 24 hours a day, seven days a week. We need to get into a culture that we actually know the limitations and boundaries. Um, there is people that's there to take care or allocated to the out of office or, you know, the, the critical times when things do happen. There's the support teams. There's well, Of uh, course, teams there, that's, there, that's there are on-call units. Yeah, absolutely. Right. But, well, I mean, when did we get into this kind of false expectation setting. I mean, that, this mm. is really at the, at the kind of the, the, the management level or, you know, the, the, the upper level. Mm-hmm. Um, to really set the expectation that that is not right. You know, if, 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 if it shouldn't be seen as, as uh, a dedicated employee if you're always online because eventually mm-hmm. that's going to cause some problems. Correct. It should be an opt-in job. type of thing so that it's automatically off and that employees can decide if they want to check it, they can. They can, they can do, let's say, a, a, um, a pool of those out of hours that they need to. Yeah. Um, but it shouldn't be automatically pushed every 15 seconds when a new email comes in. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's important that we realize that balance and that we find a way, even myself, I, I put a do not disturb on, uh, on certain you know, functions in the phone so that when I actually, you know, it's not pinging all the time, it's not picking up all the time. Um, and that's the way I get the balance is that I know that, uh, you know, that I need uh, to focus and that you need to shut off sometimes. Mm-hmm. And I think organizations as a culture need to not let the employees have to manage that themselves, but actually have a well-being focus and actually try to put those policies in place from a company standard, a company culture, rather than leaving the employees to make the decision. That's possible. right. Yeah, it's like the, uh, the infamous um, thing about if you um, take, take employees or your organization has a policy that says we have zero days holiday, i.e. you decide how many days you think is appropriate, They'll never stop working. Correct. Um, which is almost abuse. <laughs> it, it is. Because ultimately, we, we're all trying to get the goals. We all have tasks. And, uh, you know, it's, it's important to make sure that you, you, you take the time off. You get the balance. 
Um, and then that, what happens is that also gives people new ideas. It gives them creativity. It gives them the sense of actually, you know, that they're doing um, a balance for work life and work is, you know, helping the family. Um, so I think it's very important that that becomes a priority of the business scenario. Um, and I think if we do that, it'll actually also make it more attractive for new talent to come into the business because this stressful work environment is what's actually also contributing to our skills, uh, actually lack of uh, skilled resources coming into the industry. People look at this and go, that's way too stressful. It's like, you know, was it, I'm not going to go into that even if it's well paid. They will actually decide and, and more uh, jobs that are less stressful, more balanced. So we need to find ways to, one is reduce the stress, get that attraction for new talent to say that, yes, that is a business that actually is innovative. It is leading edge technology mm. and I want to be part of it, but also at the same time, I know it's not as a stressful environment that uh, used to be. So definitely making this a less stressful environment will attract more talent into the industry as well.